Hey, hey, my name is Abianka, a journalist, editor, and the founder of a media company. So I randomly decided today to start recording this podcast. Why? Because trying to build a business or a company is just so, so, so difficult. You go through the ins and outs, the emotions, the the crying, the joyous celebrations, the ups and downs, the looking great on social media whilst you're crying on your pillow at night. It's a whirlwind. So I thought, why not just have a podcast that lets people in, lets people in on the nitty gritties of what it takes to build something. Now, I know usually people do this once their business has scaled, once they have tens and thousands of employees or perhaps they've become a unicorn. But I thought, why not take people through the actual journey itself? And God willingly, I do scale and God willingly, I do take on employees at some point. But let's be real. It is not easy. Um, I'm a sole founder and it's definitely not easy. Not to say that having a co-founder means everything is going to be perfect, but sure, it sure is easier. <laughs> um, yeah, I've just been waffling. Let me tell you a bit about myself and a bit about my media company. So it's called AWOL Prince, also known as AWP. So it is a publication dedicated to sharing the stories and experiences of diverse communities around the globe through in-depth reporting. And we don't do breaking news at all, but instead we really dedicate our resources to well-written and well-illustrated journalism that is not only accessible, but it is jargon free. Now, we are editorially independent and all our editorial decisions are, of course, made by the editors um, with the reporters and the researchers that we are working with. And we've basically worked with reporters all across the globe. So from Zimbabwe, Uganda, India, the UK, USA, you basically name it. We write investigations, features, deep dives on climate change, immigration, criminal justice system, fashion, a culture. Um, and yeah, that is a lot to take in. However, I just wanted to be quite descriptive so you know that we're definitely not messing about. <laughs> we're an independent outlet that is really trying to uncover the topics that perhaps mainstream media isn't covering or covers for a brief period when it's trending and popular and then kind of casts it aside and forgets about it. Um, and I work with young reporters because I'm really passionate about putting young people at the forefront of the news agenda. And I guess that passion comes from having experience where I was the youngest in the room and one of black, one of two black people in the newsroom or walking around and being the only minority. You know, I think it's so important that when we speak of diversity, it's not just race and gender, but even age as well. Age, having young people sitting at the table. So a lot of my writers are quite young, um, but they are talented. One example is Emmanuel based in Zimbabwe. Just a shout out, Emmanuel. So he actually recently worked on this undercover investigation that revealed that a criminal syndicate is functioning in Harare which is the capital of Zimbabwe and the syndicate basically roves around the metropolis stealing identity documents which they later peddled to their clients in South Africa so that was a really interesting piece that has done very well because not only did he manage to speak directly with one of the leaders of the syndicate but he spoke to victims as well you know, he asked that question of what happens when someone steals your identity and then commits a crime?
you know, so he spoke to um, victims who found themselves on the criminal wanted list for something they did not do. But what could they say when their national identity card was found at the crime scene? Um, I know this sounds like social affairs, politics and such hard news. And some of you might be rolling your eyes, wondering if we do anything positive. We definitely do. We recently started this series that is simply focused on amazing community leaders. People who are doing some pretty darn good things to uplift the community. And literally giving themselves to helping others. So that series is really taken off pretty well. Um, and apart from that, we have a culture section that is just pretty cool (laughs) you need to check it out but guys i don't want to make this episode too long but we definitely need to get into it let's talk about making the decision to finally start your company to finally say i'm going to let go of all the imposter syndrome i'm going to let go of all the people telling me that i'm crazy how can you leave that big company how can you do it you know are you aren't you too young aren't you too old aren't you too inexperienced and finally just saying you know what i'm going to trust in my gut or if like me you're a christian i'm going to trust in god and i'm just going to do it Now, what does it take to get to that stage? For me, it definitely took a lot of sitting in silence in my room, just really thinking, am I ready to do this? Like, am I truly ready? And that is a question that only you can answer. Are you ready? Are you ready for the hurdles that are going to come along the way? Because you can be absolutely talented. Your vision can be amazing. And whatever you're trying to accomplish can be groundbreaking. But that does not mean you're not going to experience challenges. I actually believe that the better your ideas and the better whatever it is you're trying to build, the more challenges. Because some people will look at you and say, wow, that's a great idea, but can you really achieve it? Um, you know, and looking at statistics, particularly here in the UK and of course in the US as well, when it comes to black women be fu- being funded, that is a very sad picture. <laughs> so when I look at in the UK, 0.25% of black women are being funded. And it's just insane because now when we break it down to how many of those, how many of those black women are in the creative sectors, I really feel like not a lot of us are getting funding at all because I think in all honesty, the UK is quite behind when it comes to really investing and uh, putting time into independent journalism and perhaps independent journalism that is female led or minority led as well. You know, so when you now think about all these challenges you could um, endure and all these statistics flying at you, you need to ask yourself, can I handle it? Will I handle it? You know, am I ready for it? And then the next thing I had to ask myself is, how many responsibilities do I have right now? And the honest truth is, I'm not a parent. You know, I don't have children. Um, I don't have a mortgage just yet. And quite frankly I don't have as many responsibilities as some people have so why don't I put my foot in the water or my toe in the water whatever the saying is why don't I just try it and this is not to say that children are a burden or that children you know will slow you down or you can't build a company if you're a parent that's not to say that at all but it's important to note that you know the honest truth is when you do have children um you have a big responsibility and sometimes you can't just get up and fly to New York and say I'm going for a business meeting you know you have to really think about it and think is this the best for my family but because I'm not there yet I I think I just said to myself you know what 
I believe that I'm ready for the challenges that are going to come. I believe I'm at the stage of my life where I am well equipped in quite a few areas to take on this role of a founder. And, you know, thirdly, I don't have as many responsibilities and I would rather start now, you know, and when I do have those responsibilities, know that I started a long time ago and hopefully would have been at a point where I'm actually far and, you know, succeeding, hopefully. So I just really asked myself those things. And then I took the plunge. And boy, oh boy, you know what? Despite whatever challenges have come within these couple of months, I definitely do not regret the decision or I do not regret my decision I am generally the most happiest now knowing that I'm going for something I'm very passionate about going for something that fulfills me and I'm working with amazing reporters and helping them uplifting them and telling such powerful stories you know and forming a team that is diverse and just amazing ideas I am so happy and while some people may look at me and think oh my gosh you've left the big four or you've left this big company to go and do this I'm like, yeah, I did actually. And you know what? Funny enough, before I left, I think about two weeks before I left, this woman approached me, the senior editor. She basically said, you know what? I've heard you're leaving. I've heard you are, you know, going to start off some of your passion projects. I hadn't told anyone what I was planning to do. That's another thing I would advise you. (laughs) Keep things on the low low. Um, She said, you know what? I just want to say you're very brave. You're very brave for going to do that. At first, I didn't really like the fact that she said that to me. I felt it might be a bit patronizing. I felt like, brave, what do you mean by that? Like, I I just didn't like it. I didn't understand it. But now I get it. Because society has taught us that we must work for someone. We must work for these people. We must do this. We must take this traditional route. And it's absurd to think that you can lead your own path. And quite often, some people are are scared, and some people have missed that opportunity, or they feel like they've missed it, and they and they and they regret it. So I don't think it was a matter of her being patronizing or trying to dig at me, but genuinely, to her, it is me being brave because for some people, it is such a difficult decision to leave a, a comfortable, stable role where you can stay there for decades upon decades and go and do something that, in all honesty, could fail and could fail in the public eye. Um, And I really hadn't thought about it before now that, yes, this is actually brave. And and I'm owning that. And I guess with this podcast, what I'm trying to get to you guys is that you can be brave too. And you can lead your own path that is different from other people's. And it's okay to fail. It is okay to make mistakes. It's okay to cry. It is okay to feel like you can't take on things. But in the end of the day, you've got to keep going. You've got to keep going because you've already started this journey, you know, and there's no going back. Keep going until you feel like you can't keep going anymore. And then I guess then you can say, you know what, I'm I'm putting the putting the pen down and hopefully you'll tune in for episode two which will dive a bit deeper into i guess what it takes building a company i guess what it takes building a media publication how we even manage to uh you know source our writers work on these investigations and uh get it 
quite a few views you know for such a small startup with not a huge marketing budget um budget you know we get thousands of views every month even though we've only launched five months ago so i would definitely love to touch on that a bit more Thank you for listening to my first episode.